G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, there is a Senate inquiry that is in progress now dealing with harms to children from pornography. And it'll perhaps be some time before there's a report on how that Senate inquiry has come to a point where those deliberations can be reported on. But let's talk a little again today about children, about the harms to children from pornography. Jack Sonneman from the Australian Federation for the Family, who's been campaigning for decade upon decade upon decade when it comes to this issue of pornography, joining us once again today. Hello, Jack. Welcome back to 2020. Hello, Neil. It's great to be with you again. Jack, you've got a submission into the Senate inquiry, and as I understand it, there were a lot of submissions that were made Uh, What are you expecting the outcome of this inquiry to look like when the uh, Senate committee actually reports on its findings? That's a very good question, Neil. And, you know, I saw a bumper sticker the other day that said, I feel much better now that I've given up hope. (laughs) And expecting the Senate to come up with a good decision kind of reminds me of that bumper sticker. However, having said that, we still need to speak into the situation as God would have us speak. The, the the submission that I did to the Senate committee, they're looking at children and Internet porn, and our children need to be better protected. Neil, do you know it only takes three-tenths of one second for a visual image to be permanently embedded in your brain and will never, ever leave? Three-tenths of one second. Imagine the pornographic pop-ups that come up on computer screens all the time. Why do we allow our homes, our children's mobile devices, and virtually everywhere in our communities be permeated by hardcore pornographic imagery? I think that we can actually protect children a lot better than they're being protected now by applying a very simple rule. And that is, if you, everyone listening to this broadcast, want Internet porn in your home, you must apply for it. If the Internet service providers provide you with pornographic imagery and you have not applied for it, then the Internet service providers face penalties, legal penalties, fines, and even imprisonment down the track if they keep it up. This is a way to take a step in the winnable war. This is not winning the war. This is going to take a long time. World War II was won, but it was not won overnight and not won in one battle. They won a series of battles and kept on even when they lost the battles. They kept on and fought another one. This is a significant battle that we can win. Our children can be protected even without censorship. By the way, this particular piece of legislation is working its way through the British Parliament right now. Don't tell me it cannot be done. Tell China that they have to allow Internet porn in their country. They do not. Tell the Islamic countries they have to allow Internet porn into their countries. They do not. So don't tell me it can't be done. It can be done. Unfortunately, we have men like our current prime minister who do not have a set of moral values that you and I do, and they make decisions like the recent Safe Schools program that teaches our little six-year-olds how to have homosexual sex. 
and they think this is good for our children. We need to look and see what's good for our children and take steps against it. That's why we think this aspect of Internet porn, if we can get the government to realize that most of us do not want it, why do we have to put up with it and initiate opt-in legislation, I think will be a significant step in the right direction. Jack, I suspect that people who put their trust in the idea that the Senate inquiry will come up with some sort of silver bullet recommendation that will solve the problem just is not likely to happen at all. Uh, You just couldn't put your faith in that. You couldn't have an expectation that that would be the way that the Senate inquiry would find on that, though I suspect that there would be quite a lot of submissions that would be asking for this opt-in model when it comes to pornography, uh, do you think that there's a chance that given that there's been an inquiry and that there will be a lot of submissions, including your own, calling for the opt-in uh, uh, process, uh, that somehow or other something might filter through and that might be on its way? Neil, that, that's a very good point. Uh, unfortunately, I'm afraid my submission is going to be probably the only one with this opt-in solution. I cannot get the other groups around the nation to join me in my campaign for this to happen. This is how we defeated the dial-up porn servers in Australia. We got John Howard's communications minister, Senator Richard Alston, to initiate opt-in legislation for the dial-up porn servers, where if you wanted that service on your phone, you had to apply for it. And after he did get that law passed, only 11 people applied, and it decimated the servers. There is no longer an Australian-based one. They're all foreign now. So we know this will work, but unfortunately... Well, well, well. now, fortunately, most of the other groups that I know of, and I've seen the submissions, are dealing with the, the data. And the data shows horrendous facts and figures about children, about copycat crimes, about what they're doing to each other, about what's being done to them, about how they're being desensitized to pornographic imagery. All of this stuff is true. It's all true and all very important to be made known. But until we can come to a, a synopsis of, of the fact that the Internet porn needs to be dealt with in a very significant way, why don't we just implement the opt-in solution? If you want Internet porn on your computer, just you have to apply for it. We want the federal government, the communications minister, and Malcolm Turnbull to realize that right now our civil liberties are being violated. Virtually everyone listening to this broadcast, if they do not want Internet porn in their home, their civil liberties are being violated. Why are they not deemed important? So the pressure has to continue, Jack. If you were wanting to push for this opt-in mechanism for Internet service providers, you shouldn't count on what might come out of a Senate inquiry, but you need to keep up the pressure to politicians, legislators, who can move the legislation according to the sort of opinion that is being expressed. So you have to keep up the lobbying process. Absolutely, Neil. Absolutely. We have to keep speaking into the situation. We have to keep writing letters, writing letters to the editor, sending emails. You know, you can go to our website and click on Take Action, and you can lobby every state member of parliament, every federal member of parliament, even down to the city council levels. You can email everybody, and you can get their contact details, their phone numbers, their mailing addresses, and let them know that you would like to see legislation until we can get this this idea about internet porn and children's access to it until we can get the the problem settled once and for all finally at least as an intermeasure 
initiate opt-in legislation whereby if you want Internet porn to come into your home on your computer, you have to apply for it. If you don't want it and your Internet service provider issues it to you anyway, then they will be fined, and if they keep it up, it will even be prison terms. The only way we have to, to fight this fight is with force, and unfortunately the government needs to see this as a political will of the people. We already know the government with the Safe Schools program is putting the same people with the same immoral ideology in to fix the program as came up with it to begin with. That's never going to fix it. We need to do away with the program. I know a lot of people will be congratulated by the fact that we have won the Safe Schools argument. We have not. The government is putting in the same people to amend the program with the same ideology, the same immoral philosophy that the ones that wrote the program had to begin with. That's not going to fix it. You can't reform garbage. You have to throw the garbage out. The program is no good. It can't be reformed. It needs to be thrown out. And until we can come up with a definitive solution on children's accessing Internet pornography, put in opt-in legislation. This is not censoring anything. It's not banning anything. It's not burning anything. It is simply a step in the right direction in fighting the battles needed to win the winnable war. And by the way, we will win this war if we continue to speak into it as Jesus would have us speak. Well, Jack, you've been campaigning now for decades on this issue of pornography, and uh, there's been wins through that time on a whole lot of different levels. And uh, there's plenty of resources on your website, and I'll point listeners to your website at www.ausfamily.org. That's A-U-S-Family.org. Jack Sonneman from the Australian Federation for the Family. Jack, good getting your insights again. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Every blessing to you, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.